When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Thinking about a new furnace? Get a free quote at alwaysplumbing.ca. You gotta come on. Hello! Boom, 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 boom. Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Look at that, Jimmy making it in. Yeah. For the first break. Better day today? Yeah, no ignorant people today. All right, we're hang on to that. Okay. He's got a trail of stuff to his microphone. <laughs> the door's <laughs> propped open by his bag, his jacket's on the floor behind him. We need to talk about what happened to you yesterday on the bus. I knew something was going on with you. Yeah, he was angry yesterday, right from the start. Yeah. No, I really wasn't. Jimmy. <laughs> you were raging. Both both Grant and I were. We knew something had happened, but we didn't want to. We didn't want to have to get into bus stuff. Yeah. That's the only reason I didn't bring it up, is you guys usually moan if I complain about the bus. <laughs> the Bus Diaries with James P. White. <laughs> you should just have a podcast for that. Actually, that'd be a really good podcast. What's it like being a midget on a on public transit here in Canada? <laughs> uh, that's funny. Anyway, we got a story we need to tell. It's actually kind of a... It's a little disturbing, if we're being honest. Mm-hmm. All right, we're giving you Kelly's $50 gift cards in the nine at the end of the show so you can join us for Super Bowl. We got Nickelback tickets again today. Same contest. Listen for the song. Text in the song title to 780-989-0957. I will award you for being up early. We will play that song just after 7. And on this day, January 26, 2015, Blink 182. Said goodbye to Tom DeLong. He resigned to go hunt for UFOs. Mm-hmm. That's not even. That's a true story. Yeah, yeah. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. Ninety-five-seven Cruise FM. I had a conversation with somebody. I I won't say who, um, but we were talking about the move, and and they brought up so so Jimmy. Jimmy's on his own in the mornings, <laughs> and, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. I uh, when I moved from St. Albert, I, I'm like, I'm six minutes away from work. Mm-hmm. So, and she goes, why don't? Why wouldn't you go get him? Yeah, why would you not? And I'm go like, out of your it way makes to get no your sense for you to go get me. To go get your then friend. I'm back to exactly where I was driving in 45 minutes a day. <laughs> It's amazing yeah. how many people think that ultimately I'm responsible for James P. White. You are kind of his keeper. God. Anyway, um, Jimmy is now on his own since I have moved into the city. I actually uh, don't mind the bus ride most of the time. And um, if you don't know, he's a little person. He has never had a driver's license. so Never got it. Has relied on public transit and... Where he lives, it's a it's a bit of a hassle because it's not like hey stand in stand out here one bus comes and then he drops him a block off. No, it's this bus and you transfer this, this, this. So an hour, it, right? Yeah, I leave the house at five o'clock or leave 
I picked up at five o'clock. Okay, yeah. So it it's an hour every morning. Uh, so it's a pain in the ass. I, and I understand why people were like, "Why don't you go grab them?" Right? Anyway, um, even I agree. It makes no sense for you to go get me. So Jimmy occasionally has some drama on the on the on the bus, and people have drama with me being on the bus. What is that? I don't know. So what happened? So I was sitting in my usual spot, second seat from the front on the bus. And this guy gets on the bus, looks at me, and goes, isn't he supposed to be on the handy bus? And the bus driver goes, he takes the bus every day. You don't have to. But isn't there handy spots on the regular bus too? Like handicapped people take the regular bus. I know. I know. I, I feel like. I mean, not everyone on the bus is in their right mind. Was he right? Was he agitated by you? Like I, I have s- no idea. I've that, seen that he got off the bus. Did he? Yeah. Oh, good. Was he like a homeless dude? No, he might have been drunk. Like yeah. he he looked a little disheveled, but I wouldn't say he looked homeless. Maybe it's because I've known you so long, um, and it is kind of it, it's it's kind of a novelty if you do see a little person. It's 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 different, right? Yeah. Jimmy's four feet tall. When you but see, we've him, had people that were scared of me. Yeah, scared and stuff. That's, but like someone saying something like that, that's if, a phobia. I feel like they're probably not all there. Yeah, right. They're on the bus at five in the morning, disheveled. Yeah, probably a little out of their little mind. Bit, a little bit. Yeah, but I still think. You should have done something. Like I got karate chop. Well, I know you pack heat, so <laughs> I think you should have pulled your knife out and stabbed him in the leg and said, "Who needs a handy bus now?" Yeah, <laughs> kneecap. Him. Then, then you'd be getting called from the hospital with my knife in my shoulder. Thing That's is, what, yeah, we're is, expecting that. You someday, can't. Though. You can't give him any time. Like as soon as that came out of his mouth, you should have. The thing right was, the is he was 10 feet. He was at the front of the bus. Quick little run you fly up. at him, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> drop kick him through the Swing window. Swing around the pole. You're good with the pole. Yeah, I'm, learning, I'm learning the drop kick in the wrestling, so I should the, just drop kick him. The only other thing that I think you could have done in this situation is, and I know sometimes you pack the, the nunchucks with you, you should have pulled them out and just started flipping yeah, around. Yeah, get those mumchucks going. Yeah. Just then I get kicked off the bus for bringing weapons. No, the the thing is, I think no, they're gonna go. They're gonna choose your side. Yeah, that's gonna. And they're made of foam. They're not weapons. It's always gonna be on your side. The thing with that is, it's either gonna scare the hell out of them or it's gonna make them laugh. Yeah, right. If you just got up and, and started. And everyone on the bus <laughs> is gonna get an amazing story. Yeah. <laughs> And this little guy got up with nunchucks. He had his nunchucks flying. He was, and he chased him off the bus. Yeah. What I was gonna say to him, listen, buddy, only Grant could say I deserve to be on the short bus. Well, I didn't say that. No, you, somebody you, texted in and said that they could hook you up with the dial a bus. Well, that was why we were laughing about that. And <laughs> I do, I do realize the irony of this conversation based on the fact that we had to phone somebody. Yesterday to tell them to come pick up their 250 pounds of beer tabs. <laughs> they were trying to get you a chair for it. With. When a joke went too far <laughs> about Harvard getting you a new chair. He's got 10 years of high school, a month of university, most educated member of the show. show. And now, and now Jimmy, explains. Jimmy Explains. 
So a group of scientists have actually created the equivalent of a black hole in a lab. So not exactly a black hole with the same amount of uh, gravitational... What are you guys doing down there? <laughs> but it's not <laughs> the same with the gravitational forces. To the, But it's the equivalent of... It's just like a... Uh, Oh, what's well, the that's best a way? good point because we all—that's what we all know about about the black holes. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of suction. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. So you have tractor to, beams. Yeah, so so it's not exactly it's <laughs> it's not a huge whole... vacuum. What they did is they uh, did they swallowed everything the around effect them. of it, right? To see because what a black hole does is it does have affect relatively uh, red. Relativity. So what it does down. is it messes with space time because there's a difference between space and time and Continuum. just how it works like with within the relativity. But the thing is, is they noticed that when they did this, is they created um, whose light. idea was this? <laughs> I don't know because I started spent, glowing on them, right? Yeah, because they yeah. didn't expect. <laughs> And then one of them went through it into another world. No, they didn't. Jerry, shut it down! <laughs> because the only thing that can escape a black hole is something that's moving at the speed of light. So these radiation particles were actually coming out okay. of All this. honesty. All honesty. They Just created light with a black listen, hole. I, I realize that Jimmy is, is doing this, and, and he probably isn't explaining it well. Um, I'm not a... a, a a quantum physicist. I thought you took that at Tabor Community College. So listen, here, here's the thing, though. Like, just my very basic knowledge of what this is. Mm -hmm. Should there be a bunch of dudes in a lab somewhere in Milwaukee messing around with this shit? Oh, they're no! gonna, they're gonna do it. They're gonna do it. They but don't they, mind. Like, should Boston Dynamics be building these robots no! that can do jumps and flips? But they're gonna. Should Elon be putting chips in our brains? No. Yes. But they're going to. The better but the thing is, here. though, is if they do create a stable wormhole or break in space time, we can go to different uh, dimensions or uh, Go see locations. all the dwarf planets. All, right, all of a sudden, we're in the movie Dune <laughs> with Jimmy. <laughs> there we go. Uh, Jimmy explains... Scientists creating a black hole in a lab. Always good. Somewhere in Milwaukee. <laughs> okay. I am... How do I explain my thoughts about Bono from U2? Um, you always say you like his early music, but he needs to shut up. <laughs> Actually, I think that's an exact quote. <laughs> I find him... Wildly annoying. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know what it is. It's, uh, and I'm not alone. I've run into other people before, right? I, I, I sort of have this idea uh, that if you're creating music, like you you're allowed to to be concerned about the world that we live in, mm -hmm. right? In my opinion, you're allowed to um, stick up for stuff. Right, it's yeah. it's the way he goes about it. I think is what triggers me, because not everybody that's a musician or a public figure that has a cause bothers me. Bono does, so it's not like shut up and dribble. It's, yeah. you know what I mean. Like I don't, I, I don't have Stick that mindset. Yeah. I don't have that mindset. It's his approach, I think. 
Like, he, Bono has done this in multiple countries. He's done it in our country, where he's landed his private jet, the airport in Ottawa, and then on his way to his, like, $1,000 a night hotel room, Mm -hmm. right, Um, tells his manager to contact the prime minister's office to demand a meeting. Mm-hmm. And that I, he I, gets it right. He he will. It's Bono, it. and but it bugs me, right? Yeah. But he has actually had an impact. He has done some good. I think is part of the. Okay. I was listening to a podcast yesterday. Was it the Smartless one? Do you listen to Smartless? Uh, yeah, I, I like the Smartless one. That's yeah. with um, Jason Bateman and Will Arnett. Will Arnett is hilarious. Yeah. I, I forget Sean's last name. Sean from uh, what was that? that Sean sit- Hayes. Sean Hayes. Yeah. What was that sitcom he was on? Ooh, damn it! Will and Grace. Will and Grace. Yeah, he, uh, he was. He's famous for Will and Grace being the neighbor. Anyway, uh, Bono was on it, and I listened to, I'd say three quarters of it. Mm-hmm. And I'm coming around on Bono. Are you? Like, yeah. I. Have you heard it? I haven't listened to that one. I just saw it on there. They got some crazy guests on that. They point. get some Steven sc- Spielberg. They get some yeah. unbelievable guests on that show. That's why I listen to it. Yeah. Because that who they get. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm going to play a little cl- a clip, and this is part of the reason why I might be coming around. Okay. On Sir Bono. It's a power trio, isn't that your thing? Like <laughs> it's cream like the or the police or, or yeah. Nirvana. Don't be rush. But uh, <laughs> the progressive rock is actually one of the only things myself and Edge fall out over. Not a fan of Rush. Coming around on Bono. <laughs> actually, you should listen to that podcast yeah, with I'm him. Definitely gonna. Yeah, yeah. Ninety-five-seven Cruise FM. Because. What a black hole does is it does affect relatively relativity. If you're a fan of the hot stuff, this starts tomorrow. It'll it'll be available tomorrow. Kind of a funny little marketing campaign that uh, Campbell's Chunky Soup is doing. So they have Campbell's Chunky uh, Ghost Pepper Chicken Noodle Soup. Um, there's going to be 500 cans of it, and they say it's for the first 500 brave souls who sign a waiver stating they can handle the heat. Uh, <laughs> they'll send you a can of it to try out. You get a little kit. You get a cooling off fan, a towel, a sweatband, and some uh, tissues to wipe your sweat. And you have to go to ChunkySpiceWaver.com to sign up for it. Yeah. That's kind of fun. Good for them. I'd try we're it. Talk- we're talking about it. I like it. a good spicy soup. Yeah. Right? It's probably like not. Or- Where is the ghost pepper in the in the world of peppers? Because we recently had that conversation about that one chip challenge, which all the crazy nut bar. So it's one million on the Scoville heat unit. A habanero is about 350,000. 350. So it's hot. So that is that's quite a bit hotter than a habanero. Yeah. But why do I I see ghost pepper stuff all the time? Maybe because ghost pepper is hot, but you can still handle it. Maybe. What's the one chip made out of? Uh, Carolina Reaper. I believe. The re- and the Reaper is the, the hottest. The hottest. What's that? Uh, the one mil on Carolina the Carolina Reaper is two point two million. So on the Scoville. Okay, so it's twice. And then there's the Trinidad Scorpions, 2 million. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. See, I again, I, I like spice, but I'm not, I'm not into the stupid spice. Not but into I've the had, like. I've had ghost peppers, and I'm not, I'm not actually, too, and I can handle a habanero. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, if you don't put too much habanero sauce on some stuff, yeah, it's it's not bad. But the ghost pepper's quite a bit hotter than that, but yeah. There's some people out there. This is a trend, like. The the hot thing is people are into this. I'm going to sign you up for the waiver to get you a can of chunky, the ghost pepper ghost pepper soup. Okay. Yeah. Try it on the air. I tried. You know what I like the the hot I really enjoy is that chili hot that you get from the Vietnamese places. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that that hot chili sauce, that red stuff yes. with the chunks of that to me seed. is a perfect yeah punch because I put that that stuff in the soup in like the the pho. Yeah. Like I'll get that noodle soup or whatever and mm-hmm. I'll put that in there with the Hussein sauce and all that. I'm probably saying that wrong. <laughs> Don't correct me. I have no idea. Um but yeah, I do noodles like I do pho a couple of times a month. We get these and that's uh, perfect spice for me. You know, like the the ramen noodles, Ichiban, whatever. Yeah. We'll get the ones from TNT and they're creamy cheese, but they are insanely spicy. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's some really good ones there. I was yeah. walking through TNT to get into the into the mall the other day, and um, I couldn't remember because you had mentioned that the TNT noodles you had to get, mm-hmm. and I think I walked by the ones that you buy. Do you know what they're called? Uh, I don't know. It's Asian writing. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's in Chinese. <laughs> I could bring Jimmy to translate it. <laughs> Three horrible one, people. Three white guys on the radio. <laughs> Talking about spice. Locomoon presents the Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Grant Johnson. There was a big bust in Edmonton this week. A local scrap metal business was busted with a stockpile of 700 catalytic converters. And for some reason, they couldn't say where they all came from. Weird. If you had repeat offender arrested on your 2023 Edmonton crime bingo card, you can check that one now. In total, this guy had stolen... Or should I say, been in possession of nearly 1,200 stolen catalytic converters wow. in his career. That's that we know of, that he had, that they caught him with. I never know if it's sad or not when people live up to stereotypes. Like, come on, man. Just because you own a scrap metal yard, it doesn't mean that you have to be a criminal. <laughs> You're making the rest of them look bad. <laughs> like, if you're in waste management, you don't have to be Tony Soprano. If you grow up mm. in Tabor, you don't have to be a stripping, wrestling, reform party loving midget corn farmer. Mm. Stop reinforcing the stereotypes, people. Uh, since the justice system has refused to do anything about catalytic converter theft, and this guy will be on the streets by the weekend, the city is now allowing you to booby trap your vehicles at mm-hmm. night. Anything to protect the catalytic converter. Honestly, I am willing to blow up my car to prevent these <laughs> losers from stealing my catalytic converter. Let the games begin. <laughs> The Grant Report is brought to you by our merchandise page. This is real. We actually have shirts, hats, fanny packs, and more for sale. Text now for the link to shop. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. 
I don't know why I was so bothered yesterday. And I know you guys, you both have mentioned this before. And listen, mm-hmm. I don't feel bad for you guys. It just, I feel like you've missed out on something that everyone should get to see because we haven't been to Disney. Yes. I have no desire to go, though. Zero. Less than zero desire to go to Disney. Really? Not like to go spend my vacation standing in lines to go on rides that are going to make me sick. To spend way too much money. If I would much rather go to Mexico for a week or go to Costa Rica or for the same money, right? Like, okay. 7809890957. Am I wrong? Like, if I had kids, I would go. The kids I would go for, yeah. Like, uh, like I'll take if, the... I, if I had kids... What are you talking lo- about? You're a giant toddler. <laughs> if I had kids that were normal size... What? I would... I'll, I'll explain why. Because I'm not allowed on most of the rides. You cover off the weight. You're good. Yeah, but you can get a job there. <laughs> Pretty fast, probably. Here's, the, here's what I want to ask people. Is it... Do you feel bad? Not not bad. What's the word I'm looking for? Do you feel like Grant and Jimmy have missed out on something by not going to Disneyland when they were kids? Like, is that... Or am I... Like, I feel like you guys missed out on I something feel like you should have gone... not that common to go to Disney. Really? I Most of my friends have never been... Okay. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I just. I, I know that in high school, the band class went to Disney. Did and they? Did, weren't you a sax player? He was trumpet. No. I, no. I was actually trumpet, and I was also uh, baritone. Um, <laughs> I just think you guys need to find a way to get to Disneyland. I like. I said when the kids are older, maybe we'll go. But no, this is not for the kids. It's for I, you two. I don't want to go. If I'm spending money on a vacation, I don't want to go to Disney. I think. I think what we should do is we should do a locker room GoFundMe, and then to send you and I to Disneyland, leave him here to run the show. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. Honestly, <laughs> if you guys, if we were able I'd spend to raise the whole time in the, enough uh, money to get Star Wars. you two assholes to Disneyland, I would do the show for a week by myself. No problem. <laughs> Wade went to Disney in 1976, and he said it was a waste of money. <laughs> I think it's changed since then. <laughs> in 76, it was a waste of money. <laughs> it uh, may have changed. There's got to be some positive texts coming in about you guys going to just Okay, Grant, um, you're one thing. Lizotte, Jimmy! Jimmy needs to go for Star Wars Land on, or whatever it's like, called. Yeah. Jason Lazat's one of those adults that goes by himself all the time. Yeah. You see, he's advocating for it. Yes. Uh, Mike is advocating for it, but uh, Dwight, Dwight says, uh, I went in my 30s. Uh, went for the kids, completely loved it. It was amazing. Didn't want to leave. Uh, Brent said, I went to Disneyland, See? rode almost all the rides. I don't feel like I missed out, not going. Okay. Uh, Troy said, yeah, Mexico or nothing. All right. Cam, we do zero have a desire. Lot of, we have a lot of alcoholics that listen to us. They just look for drinking opportunities. Like, you can <laughs> drink in Disneyland, too, oh, yeah. can't you? I walked around with a beer most of the time that I was there. You were they like beer 
Well, no, when I went back with the kids, uh, I we took it's the so girls. expensive now too. Like, yeah, to get through the gates is a hundred bucks a person or something. Like yeah, American, yeah, it was American. Like, I, I think it was. It was like one hundred twenty-five bucks U.S. or something. Mm-hmm. Like that. Yeah, just for the daytime ticket. Uh, right? Trevor said I could go for free if I wanted to be an Oompa Loompa for a day. That wasn't me. I didn't say it. Yeah, I was just reading somebody else's. <laughs> I think it's 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 not. Again, like I said, I don't feel bad that you guys didn't go to Star yeah. Wars or, or Disneyland. I just I was like, what what is going on? How do you guys <laughs> not? We got to get you guys down there to Disney. All right. You know that we're going to go down there. We're not going to Disney, though. We're just going to hang out in California. <laughs> Drink. We're just going to go to L.A., go to the beach. <laughs> you guys, if we get you a free trip to Disneyland, you have to go. <laughs> At least one day. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. A reasonable amount. If you're, I mean, if you're at home, you will have like uh, four beer. That's just, uh, that ain't, that's just two more. I mean, I'll have six. That's Dino. We met him this week. Dino was taped coming out of a liquor store in St. Catharines, Ontario. He was buying his booze, came outside, saw some cameras, and they were talking. Let's see what this is all about. About the new health Canada guidelines revolving around drinking, where they're suggesting that the only safe amount for anybody, male or female, in Canada is max two drinks a week. In one week, you get two drinks. And I've, as soon as I saw that, I got mad. Yeah. And the reason why I got mad isn't because I'm an alcoholic, okay? The reason I got mad is because... Be part of it, but... but there's, there's, there's a slight connection. <laughs> okay, the reason I got mad has nothing to do with my alcoholism. <laughs> it has everything to do with what I view as... What should be responsible behavior from our public officials, mm-hmm. okay? Because if we're being honest with ourselves, there has always been a drinking problem in Canada. It wasn't just created in COVID. It mysteriously, yeah. over the last couple of years, did we all of a sudden start drinking to to a problem? We've no, always I think had, it's definitely gone up, but... We've always had yeah. a drinking issue. There's been alcoholism issues in this country for 100 plus years. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you clearly haven't figured out how to deal with this issue, okay? And it's getting worse. People are over-consuming, and it's just liver disease and, and things like issues revolving around abuse around alcohol have been going up. Mm-hmm. And my point was that if you make a suggestion, if you're, if you're a public entity that we were supposed to look up to for reasonable advice on how to handle drinking or any substance abuse or anything to do with, you know, bad behavior in the world that we live in. You can't just do that. You can, you would never do this to a child, right? You would ne- you would have a reasonable conversation with a five-year-old mm-hmm. about how to handle something, how to handle a situation. No, you don't just sit down and go, nope, Grant, you can only have two drinks a week. Or you're going to die. And that's the point that I made. Like, listen, it is okay for you as Health Canada to step up to a podium, make an announcement and go, listen, if you can find a way to curtail your drinking, 
Here's why. Well, and give the facts. Like, yes, there's seven types of cancer. I think it's throat, yes. breast, stomach. I, I can't remember them, but there's seven types of cancer that are increased by alcohol. And like be, chances get in. And be pancreatic. Absolutely. Probably liver. And be honest with what the odds are. Mm-hmm. And be honest about what you don't and you do and don't know. Yeah. Because a lot of the information, a lot of the of the, the numbers they have don't add up, right? Because now what are, people are doing is they're going and they're taking a look at the information that they used to create this healthy living guide. Yeah. Two drinks a week, <laughs> right? And everyone's going, well, that's not what this research is saying. Does alcohol impact your body negatively? Absolutely, it does. Does Locke know that he drinks too much and that it's probably having an adverse impact on his on his life when he drinks six beers a night? Absolutely, he knows that. Does Grant know that? Mm-hmm. Yes. Do our wives know this? Yes, they know as well. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay? Very aware. <laughs> now, if you're going to have an impact on that community, if you're going to have an impact on the people that need help, you can't lie to them because you're going to get automatic pushback mm-hmm. or you can't make it so unattainable that they're not going to listen. There's an article and it says something similar to what I just said from the CBC of all places. I couldn't believe it when I saw that. And they were basically saying the same thing. Now what you've done as as an institution is you've just created more anxiety and worry in people revolving around this issue. If now I think that Okay, hold on. I had two drinks last night, and I had six on Sunday. I've already had like a month's worth of booze. Mm-hmm. And Health Canada is saying, like, all you're doing is you're just either one, people are just going to go, they're going to shut you out now completely because you have your heads up your asses. You're not helping me by telling me I can only have two a week. Or you're going to stress them out, and it's just going to cause more issues, and they're going to keep drinking. Or it's going to get worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the problem I had with it. It's being unattainable. Okay, say I had a drink last night. Okay, it's unattainable. So why even try? <laughs> exactly. Good point, Jimmy. And that's kind of what the article was saying. And they were saying that it was it was kind of unfair of them to actually release the information that they released and how they did it. Mm-hmm. Right. Which I I think we should probably just be getting used to by now. Right. Yeah. Anyway, I hate to keep bringing this up, but I keep seeing articles on it supporting my theory. But it's also people (laughs) that think differently. Oh, they say uh, you'll die if you drink more than two. I'm going to prove them wrong. Well, yeah, that probably won't end well for you, Jimmy. (laughs) I wasn't saying that as myself. (laughs) Oh, no, you're totally that guy. You are that guy. You are that guy. You do that No, I am that guy, but it's just like... You think you're you're not even middle-aged yet, and you're 48. No, and I figured it out that I am. Two drinks a week? I'll show them. I'll have two drinks every hour. I'll have two right now. <laughs> You're in the locker room on Nutty Five Seven Cruise FM. So we got lots of space news lately, and this is interesting because do you think we'll be able to see it? Um, they were saying I don't think we will because I think it's going on the southern on the southern side. It's in uh, South it's America. South America. Okay, uh, but it's the closest. Um, Approach by a known object ever recorded is what NASA is saying tonight. It's about the size of a, a small pickup truck or a mid-sized school bus, and it's yeah, the school bus thing is the the one that I kept seeing. Uh, Twenty-two hundred miles above the planet's surface, 
Um, yeah, like I said, incredibly close to Earth. They said it's not going to hit us. Don't worry about it. Stop worrying, everybody. Um, but it is the closest they're ever going to come that NASA's recorded. So, all right. Except and then the for other the one, one that killed the dinosaurs. Well, they didn't record that one. That's a good point. There wasn't anyone yeah. manning yeah. the NASA stations at that point. Google this quickly. How far up did Bezos just the tip penis ship go? <laughs> <laughs> Bezos went. Uh, to an altitude of 250,000 feet uh, to the edge of space. So, so that's nowhere near this. Okay, so it's quite a bit further. All right. Um, and then also going on is that green comet, which was last visible 50,000 years ago, has finally returned to the night sky. Uh, so they say tonight it'll be visible, and actually in the northern hemisphere, every night it's been visible, but you need a telescope or binoculars to see it. The ones that I worry about are the ones, because we've read this a couple times in the last like, few years, where they're like, hey, we just discovered a comet, and it, and, and we've done the trajectory, and the next, the tenth time it swings by us, it's going to hit us. Yeah. Like, they already know. Right, those are the ones that I'm like, really? You know about this? Mm-hmm. Or we got one barreling towards us that we've never seen before. Right. It's yeah. just, it's finally on our radar. And I'm like, don't we have people in chart? Well, mind you. And how do they, like, really track this? I mean, they're saying this green comet, the last time it came past Earth, uh, the Neanderthals were roaming around the Earth. Yeah. How do they actually know that? Call him BS by, on that. By the trajectory oh, okay. and, the, and the course that it's, boy. <laughs> that it's gone. Because they're usually in some kind of orbit. Yeah. 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 That's that's why we that's why we're able to track these things. <laughs> There's gonna be one one day, I think, that is it's on its way. Mm-hmm. Maybe not in our lifetime, but there will be one that's on its way, and they will be doing the old Armageddon thing, where they're flying up there or they're sending a uh, rocket at it or I something. I think it's going to be closer to Don't Look Up, that Leonardo DiCaprio movie, where Di- everyone was denying its refresh, existence. Refresh me on that one. Again. Came out about a year ago, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, I remember the movie. Yeah, and the whole time he's trying to tell people about this asteroid coming, and no one's looking. Don't look up. And then he becomes a star, remember? And yeah. 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 It eventually did hit. It did, yeah. Yeah, and blew the world up. Yeah. <laughs> so you. Th- Thanks for the optimism. <laughs> You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast. On time and under budget. Sounds like it, too. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM. 